Hi, you're listening to the Love More, Live Bless podcast. This is Crystal, and today's quote of the day is about clutter. Clearing the clutter in your physical space will go a long way toward clearing the clutter in your mind and relationships. So I chose to pick... Uh, I chose to talk about clutter today because I recently wrote wrote a post. I'm sorry, apparently I can't talk today. I recently wrote a post about clearing out the clutter and how helpful it is to get rid of, you know, all of that stuff. So today we're talking about reasons to declutter. Obviously, with that quote of the day, we realize like getting that stuff out of our physical space, our homes, our bedrooms, our bathrooms, our vehicles can go a long way towards clearing that clutter in our minds and ultimately clearing up the space in our relationships, right? If we're spending less time cleaning and less time overwhelmed, we have more time for engaging in relationships. So let's go ahead and get started. I know a big reason is you can sell your home for more more money. Your house is worth more when it's clean and clutter-free. You can de-stress. Um, there was a study that came out. Let me find it because I know I have it right here. Um, okay, so researchers, researchers discovered a link between high-stress hormones, which was cortisol. So cortisol levels in female homeowners and a high density of household objects. What does that mean? Basically, women get stressed or anxious the more the junk piles up. Interestingly or not, men didn't seem bothered by the mess. I got so annoyed when I read that sentence. I'm like, really? Really? So getting rid of clutter means less cleaning time. Some studies even even suggest that the elimination of clutter would get rid of about 40% of the time spent cleaning. Just think about what you can get with 40% of your cleaning time back. You can do um, self-care or binge watching or more hobby time or sports or just hanging out with your family. There's just so much you can do. So there's also um, a university study that found that people with a cluttered home experienced increased exhaustion as a result of expanding mental energy on stress that's caused by the messy environment. So if you ever come home and you're already kind of in a cranky mood and then you see the dishes are piled up and the trash can that nobody but the mom seems to notice is overflowing and you just kind of freak out or you're just like, I'm not cooking in this kitchen, like this is what we're talking about. This kind of clutter and this kind of mess, it's affecting you and you might not realize it, but it is. It really, really is. Another thing that can happen is we can feel tired. Like if you're feeling tired all the time, you might be able to just blame it on the mess. And we all know that feeling tired is not a good thing. I know all the moms up in here listening to this, they're going to agree. Like feeling tired throws us off our mom game, our work life, everything. I hate feeling tired because I have less patience with my kids, my husband, less self-control. Come on, pass me the wine and the chocolate, some chips, something, you know, like just not good. So 
Um, the way I started with the decluttering, and we recently moved, we bought a house. So let me tell you a little backstory. We were renting a brand new home that nobody had ever lived in. And we went from an 800 square foot apartment to an over 2000 square foot home. You know, this tiny little apartment, two bedrooms, one bathroom, two two and a half bathrooms, four bedrooms, upstairs and downstairs, two living rooms. I was in heaven. I loved it. I was so happy to be out of that apartment. I racked up um, credit cards, trying to fill the house up and decorate it. And it got cluttered. And to be perfectly honest, when we moved just a couple months ago, the entire garage was full of clutter to the point where we just loaded it up in my dad's truck and everything went into a dumpster. I saved maybe two boxes and the bikes from an entire garage full of clutter. It was embarrassing. And what's embarrassing also right now, like my brand new home, I moved the minimum amount of things in, which is fine. It looks it looks good. I'm trying to go for like minimal gadgets, minimal like kitchen gadgets, minimal stuff, minimal decor. Um, just because I already know that the more that I have is the more that I have to clean and the more that I'm going to get stressed out stressed out about. If we have less, I can engage the kids to help me clean. It, it'll take us less time and we have more time for each other. And that is what's working for us right now. But the problem is, is I have an entire garage full of things that I'm probably going to have to sell. I have two dining room tables that I don't need. I'm going to have to sell those. Um, some, maybe some Christmas stuff, but there's just boxes and boxes and boxes of things I'm not finding important enough to go out and look for. So I probably don't need those in my home. So I'm trying to, I'm still trying to go through my own decluttering advice that I found through research and take my own advice to get my garage clean and keep my home clutter free. Um, so the way that I did it even before we moved is I started with my why. I always like to begin with the end in mind. Think about my why. So by getting rid of clutter, what will change? Well, my kids will finally find clothes to wear. I won't be looking at them wondering why they look like freaks sometimes. Like, why are you wearing a shirt that does not fit you with some, you know, shorts and it's the middle of winter? Things like that. Um, will we stop being late? Well, I stopped buying so much blank because I won't be able to find the blank I already have, which in my case, the blank was, well, you stop buying so much socks because you won't be able to find the socks you already have. Anyway, so I started with the kids. I did one kid at a time and we went through all of the clothes together. So my two older kids, I did one at a time. I said, bring me all of your clothes. And we went through every single thing. We put aside a giveaway pile um, you know, a trash pile and a keep pile. And so only the things that they absolutely loved and that actually fit them were kept in the keep pile. Stuff that was in good condition but no longer fit went to the um, giveaway pile or donate pile and then the trash pile. Um, I actually had fun helping my oldest daughter oldest daughter um, figure out how to put outfits together. And we chose to keep clothes that fit and were not stained or torn. I even got rid of all the socks that didn't match, like all of them, and I bought each kid a pack of black socks. I figured black socks would last longer, 
There are less visible stains and be the easiest to keep track of. And um, I get the ankle socks. I actually got that tip from my sister who has five boys and she does not have no time for doing the sock thing. So black socks for all of them work and they work for us too. Um, the kids now at our new house, they have to hang up all of their outfits after they do their own laundry. I got rid of the dressers because these uh, new bedrooms that we have for the kids are smaller. And I was just sick of all the junk that they had piled up in their dressers anyway. So my life is easier now because my kids have always have something nice to wear that fits. No more being late because everybody and their mama can't find socks. Just to be clear, though, we're still late for other reasons. And my kids are not overwhelmed with clothes. So there's no clothes on the floor. There's less laundry for them that they have to do and more time for them to have fun. Okay, so we started off with clothes. The next thing we did is we moved on to toys and books. So this is the tricky part. It's really rare that our kids want to part with any of their toys, but we really have to think about it. If as moms, we get overwhelmed with too much clutter, are we setting our kids up for failure by giving too much, letting them have too many toys, too many books, etc.? Now, don't get me wrong. I love books and I love some toys. But full disclosure, I threw away, before we moved, 95% of my four-year-old's toys. She doesn't know. She doesn't miss them. If you ever meet her, you better not mention it. Because there was no way I was bringing her an entire bedroom of toys that I knew she would never play with. Um, so if you have, what we did is we just put things in bags. And if she asked me for it, I would pull it out if I saw her play with it, then it was something that we kept. If she didn't ask me for it, if that toy was okay and in good condition, it went to the donate pile. Otherwise, if it was junk, it went into the trash and I just got rid of it. Um, so you can try that. If you notice, like put everything in a bag or in a box out of sight. If you notice your child really misses a few of the things, you can give those back. Just keep the rest in the bag. And then after a few days, get rid of anything that wasn't asked for or missed. It's obviously not needed. Um, you can try getting storage cubes. I know I'm still, I didn't get storage cubes. I got my kids um, those little plastic little dresser things that you can kind of put knickknacks. No, I don't want to say knickknacks because I don't even allow them to have knickknacks, but we use them for socks and underwear since they don't have dressers in their room. Um, I also got the older, uh, when it, my older daughter, she got a little desk so she can keep her books and her notebooks and stuff out of her closet and there's less mess. Um, my biggest thing is I want to keep my kids rooms simple. A bed, a desk or a nightstand, like a small plastic cart organizer which I already talked about for their undies, socks and a tiny amount of miscellaneous items since we got rid of the dressers and we're just trying to go for a super simple look that's cute but not cluttered. The next thing after you're finished with the kids and trust me finishing with the kids you, you did their clothes and that includes shoes go through the shoes you did their socks you did their toys they should have a lot a lot less now after you're finished with the kids declutter the space you spend the most time in if it's your bedroom and your bedroom makes you happy and that's where you spend a lot of your time start decluttering that room first if it's your kitchen and the kitchen is kind of the center of your home 
start there. If it's your office because you work from home and you spend so much time and you just feel like that anxiety or the just not happy because you have a cluttered office and you're having to work there, start there. Um, so the basic idea to get started in any room is, and this is what I found from different resources, is set a timer for 15 minutes, grab a laundry basket, and take out everything that doesn't belong in that room. Just stick it in there. Now, you have that basket of miscellaneous items. Do they belong in another room? Do some items need to be thrown away? Can you donate anything? Spend another 15 minutes going through all of these items. After that, so that's 30 minutes you just did of decluttering. After that, you can take a five to 10 minute break, reward yourself with social media time or grab a quick snack or a drink, and then set the timer for another 15 minutes. If you have more clutter, repeat the steps above. You know, grab the rest of the stuff, fill the basket again, and then go through 15 minutes of filling that basket and then 15 minutes of sorting. Does it belong in another room? Is it trash or does it need to go in the donate pile? Um, after you've removed the clutter, you can do like a quick cleanup. Don't try to do any deep cleaning. Just wipe down surface areas and do a sweep, sweep mop or vacuum. And then move on to the next room and start all over again. Get that clutter out of your home. And don't get discouraged if you have a lot of clutter. You probably won't finish today. And you might even think starting with 15 minutes is a waste of time. Just trust me, it's not. I've cleaned my bathroom in two minutes. And not because I got it done in two minutes. It's because I started with a two-minute timer. And I told myself, let me see what I can get done in these two minutes. And that motivated me to keep going and get it sparkling clean. Now, setting a timer for 15 minutes gets you started. And once you get started, you'll probably be motivated to keep on going. You can do it and a clean and beautiful home is totally worth it. The tricky part though, is that sometimes that clutter can hang out in your garage, I'm raising my hand right now, or the trunk of your van forever. You don't want to do that. Make sure that along with your decluttering process, you're scheduling in time to take that stuff to the donation center. Um, decluttering uh, resources that I like. I love Fly Lady. Um, she is awesome. Her website is geared towards getting your whole house decluttered and keeping it clean. My number one favorite tip and one I've been following is keeping the kitchen sink clean and shiny every night. What I love about Fly, Fly Lady is how easy it is to jump into her free cleaning plans. You can go to flylady.net and just enter your email. You'll get a, like a little plan. You'll get several emails a day. It's, it's a little bit overwhelming, but it's totally worth it. You're not going to get several like you have to do this, this, and this. You're going to get one plan that you'll get the night, the day before for the next day. So you know what to do, but you're also going to um, hear more about her in different emails, which like I said, it's a little bit overwhelming, but totally just because of the amount of emails but totally worth it because you want that plan for the next day so you know what to do. And she's got baby steps for you to start doing. Um, me and my kids, are, the whole month of April was learning the um, habit of making your bed. And so, you know, we that's our routine now. We did it the whole month of April and now we make our beds every day, no problem. Another um, resource that I like, I 
I searched for minimalist kitchen and I found the blog on minimalist. Uh, I don't, well, I don't know. It might not be, um, I'm pro it's probably not a minimalist kitchen, but that's what I linked to. Anyway, you can Google search a minimalist kitchen. This girl, she's got a family of eight and like she, once I read through her minimalist kitchen posts, I realized I had way too many kitchen gadgets, tools, pretty much everything in my kitchen. So I was able to go through and put away any extras in a giveaway pile. And I kept my instant pot, my slow cooker, my air popper, a George Foreman grill and a personal blender. I'm really going to, um, I'm going to, I need to get new uh, pan set, but I refuse to buy anything yet until I can see what's in my garage and what exactly I have to replace. But I did get rid of like extra spatulas and serving spoons. I replaced all of my silverware because who knows what happens when you have a family of three kids plus all this extra family that comes over, spoons and forks and knives with your exp expensive flatware just disappears, walks out, ends up in the front yard. Like who knows what happens happens. But I just ended up being so frustrated by it that I replaced it all with Walmart, like 99 cent stuff. And I'm perfectly happy with that now. As long as everybody has a spoon or a fork to use when they need to, I'm fine. Um, so I did get rid of a lot of extra stuff. So anyway, these were the tips and tricks that I've used and continue to use to declutter. Um, another great thing is I send out the resource page. It's every Sunday. So if you go on to my Instagram, it's my handles at lovemore underscore live blessed. You'll be able to sign up right with the link in the bio. And you want to get on the resource resource page comes up every Sunday and I am finding tons of amazing resources that help me and I know can help you. So make sure you check that out. And that's it for today. Have a happy, happy, happy Friday and a wonderful weekend. It's my birthday weekend. I will be 32 tomorrow. So get on Instagram or Facebook and give me a shout out with some birthday love. podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.